Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Good morning. It's Friday, October 8th. You are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott, about to be joined by Blake Brockermeyer to break down the best games of week six. We're going to pick them. I'm presenting to you right now officially three College Football Daily bets against the spread that I think you should you should do. Um, Texas plus three, Georgia minus 15 and a half against Auburn, and Iowa minus one and a half. We're going to get into all of those games with Blake in a bit, but I wanted to, to take my intro to formally get those picks on the ledger. If you haven't been paying attention, we've been red hot here on the College Football Daily. On the weeks when I'm in town, i.e. when Lance, our producer, is not picking the games, we are 11-4 and four overall against the spread. I'm 2-1 and one every single week except for week four when we went 3-0. and oh. That was the best I felt about a week. Week four was the... Uh, the NC State plus 10 against Clemson and the Arkansas plus four and a half against AM. I didn't feel that great last week and we still went two and one. I feel even worse this week, probably because I'm making emotional picks and and going with an Iowa team against Penn State. The emotional pick being Texas uh, covering three against Oklahoma. But the uh, the Iowa game, look, Iowa doesn't have an efficient offense. We know that. Penn State's better offensively than Iowa is. Penn State has an elite defense just like Iowa does. But it's at home for our Iowa. It's at Kinnick Stadium. I think they, they get Sean Clifford back to 2019 or 2020 turnover-prone Sean Clifford. I think they're just built to do that defensively. But we're going to break down all those games and many more with Blake Brockermeyer, especially at Michigan, Nebraska, another one to keep an eye on this weekend. It's a good slate. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Uh, enjoy it. Soak it all in. Spend all weekend on the couch if you're so inclined. That's what I think I would be doing as well. Here's Blake. All right, Blake Brockermeyer joins us right now. We've got a big weekend of college football ahead of us, Blake. You're going to be in Dallas for Texas OU. And then you're driving to College Station for Texas A&M versus Alabama. You're going to watch your sons play some college football. And I, I Blake, promise me now that sometime next week, we can get you doing a, a podcast or a video or an article or a journal of, uh, of, your, of the day you're going to have on Saturday. Yeah, it sounds like a fun day. It's going to be really hot at the Texas OU game, so that that always kind of sucks. But the Alabama game should be nice. It's a night game, so we're looking forward to it. I haven't been down to College Station since Texas and Texas A&M were playing each other, and that's always a, one of the highlights of my year to go down there and watch a game in Kyle Field, which is an amazing atmosphere. Yeah. Kyle Field's awesome, and I'm with you on the Texas State Fair. 91's a little hot. Let's let's start with that game. I, I know nationally the, the game of the week is Iowa-Penn State, which we'll break down as well. Texas-Oklahoma, I uh, saw a stat from Chris Hummer. Every game played in this series since 2014 has been decided by a possession or less, um, and I, I think that's regular season only. The, the Big 12 title game might have been a little bit more than that. So this is a, this is a, a series that ever since Charlie Strong got to Austin has been close, believe it or not, for all the failings you might say of, of Charlie Strong or Tom Herman, they got this rivalry close again, which was the biggest issue with Mac Brown when blowouts ruled the day in Dallas. Oklahoma's a three-point favorite. I don't know. 
like, I'm not going to ask you for a pick your son's your son. Luke is uh, the starting linebacker for Texas. That, that wouldn't be fair, but give me the key to the game as far as this one goes. Well, I think as far as Texas defensively, they have to stop the gap run game of Oklahoma. They love to th- they love to run power and counter. They run it a couple of different ways. So Texas has got to to man up and stop Oklahoma's run game because everything they do, they base off of that. They run a lot of play action pass, max protect out of those looks. So there's lots of, so that's a huge huge thing for the Texas defense is obviously to stop the run game and then uh as far as, you know, Texas's offense you know, they have got to be able to throw the ball at times because Oklahoma obviously is going to be there to stop Bijan. I mean, Bijan's a freak. So that will be a huge part of the game to me is, is can Texas throw the ball consistently, protect the quarterback, and open up the offense enough to where it causes lots of conflicts for Oklahoma's defense. Yeah, that Oklahoma defensive front's pretty nasty. And you know they're going to be keyed in on Bijan Robinson. I don't think he's going to get 35 touches again. I'd like to see a little bit more work of work for maybe even a Keelan Robinson type. But if, if Texas gets a third and long and and those Oklahoma fans get hopping, I think that could be trouble for the Longhorns. I'm officially picking Texas plus three, Blake. So that's just uh, just know that and I'm on a roll. So maybe that, that gives you something to look forward to. Uh, the other top game of Saturday, Iowa is a one and a half point home favorite over Penn State. So this is number three, Iowa versus number four, Penn State. That game's on on Fox at 4 p.m. Eastern. This has been a fun rivalry the last few seasons. Your breakdown, Blake, on 24-7 sports is excellent. A lot of people are talking about the Penn State offense. It looks a little bit rejuvenated versus that Iowa defense, which is swarming, which is turnover forcing. You broke down, though, the Iowa offense versus the Penn State defense. That Penn State defense, just like the Iowa defense, is a top 10 unit. That Iowa offense... Like the metrics aren't very kind to it. It's it's in the 115s, one four, it's in the one teens as far as pace goes, as far as yards per play. But there's some stuff that you like from film study, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, Iowa, Iowa plays about as good as complimentary football as anybody in the country. I mean, they have an excellent defense that's caused a, a ton of turnovers this year. And they've given Iowa's offense great field position. Their special teams are solid. I mean, Iowa, when, when you look at their offense – they don't wow you with, you know, just freaks everywhere lined up and, and scoring touchdowns with, you know, one touch and, and score explosive plays. But they have done that some, but they build their entire offense around a zone running game that sets up their nakeds and their play action pass and they throw some screens and 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 they really mix it up well that the their quarterback, Petrus. He has been effective at managing the game, has made some nice throws, and I think you know they will definitely have a great game plan for Penn State's defense. On the other side, Penn State's defense has a lot of experience. They're big. They kind of I think they're going to be kind of similar to what Iowa saw when they played Wisconsin as as far as size, but their secondary is better in my opinion. So I think you know Penn State's going to want to stop the running game, force Iowa to throw the ball. And uh, you know Iowa's going to want to run the ball and be able to set up their their passing game. So it'll be you know who who, who can break each other's you know will first. Can I put you on the spot for a pick? I'm going Iowa covering the one and a half. 
I like Penn State, and I don't love them, but I like them. I just think that they're a, a little bit more complete team offensively and defensively. And I think, you know, they've done a good job this year of avoiding a lot of bad mistakes on offense and turnovers. And, uh, you know, playing in Iowa is going to be tough. I think it's going to be a, a great game. I think I'll take Penn State in this in a very close, probably an epic game that's going to have a lot of consequences at the end of the season. Yeah, it's a, it's a must win for Penn State, believe it or not. I'm going to stay in the Big Ten, not asking for a deep breakdown on here. It's it's an intriguing one, though. Michigan at Nebraska. The Wolverines are a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. They're undefeated. They're four-and-one against the spread for what it's worth. Nebraska is two-and-three, but they're four-and-one against the spread as well. I think Scott Frost's team is playing better than people realize. They played Oklahoma close. They were a special team's blunder away from beating Michigan State. I've got Nebraska covering this. I've got Michigan winning. I've got Nebraska covering. And I I, I just, I think this is going to be a, a really big test for Michigan. This Nebraska defense is rather formidable. Michigan's not going to be running for 350 yards. But I like that Michigan defense with Aiden Hutchinson. I don't know how much of him you've watched, Blake, but as a former offensive tackle, I'm sure you could appreciate how good he is. And I think he's going to get after Adrian Martinez. And I like this new Michigan defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, who comes from the Ravens. I think he's got some experience with with a with a mobile quarterback over there. I'm not saying Adrian Martinez is Lamar Jackson or anything like that, but I, I think he's going to come in with a good game plan of how to slow Nebraska down. All that said, it's going to be so low scoring that, that Nebraska covers, but I I think Michigan pulls it out. I like Nebraska as well. I think they've played better than, you know, everyone remembers the Illinois game, which for some reason they made us suffer through and watch that as the first game of the year with nothing else on. But uh, I think Nebraska has played a lot better than people might think. They've been in a lot of close games against some good teams, Michigan State and Oklahoma. Actually watched the Oklahoma game last night. I like Nebraska as well. I think they find a way to win. Michigan's going to have to throw the ball down the field a little bit more effectively if they're going to you know, make some noise here in, in November. Yeah, stat for Michigan is they have just one turnover all season. I don't know if that holds up for the rest of eternity. And so if you do start turning the ball over with an offense that can't throw it, maybe that's a little bit worrisome. I, I can see Nebraska forcing a turnover or two. Let's jump back to the SEC. Uh, Blake, let's go to the game that you're going to be at. Texas A&M versus Alabama. Once again, won't ask for a pick on this one. You're like the Kirk Herbstreet of, of our podcast. Uh, we recuse you from picks when you're, when you're going to be at the game. But Texas A&M is now an 18-point home dog. It still wasn't enough. I'm going Alabama covering here. I don't think Zach Calzada, I'm not going to dunk on the kid, but he's just not it in my opinion. I think the crowd might be dead because of it, you know, dead in uh, comparison to how Kyle Field usually is. I don't know if that Vaunted Texas A&M defense is going to keep coming to work every single week with its butt on fire, knowing that its offense is not going to bail it out. So I'm going Alabama. Yeah, you know, A&M's been a disappointment this year. You know, they've had some some injuries that have obviously affected, you know, the way they play. They didn't have a, a great backup plan, if you ask me, as far as quarterback goes, especially if they're counting on running their quarterback. But they're young on offense. Their offensive line has two true freshmen that are starters. Uh, they've got some, some great pieces in their offense where they can give the ball to, you know, easily quickly they've got some 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 good backs and some guys that can kind of run in catch the ball out of the backfield so Alabama will be tested if Alabama 
comes ready to play and are and are motivated and you know have a have a great uh, week of preparation, then I think that'll make it make it tough on the on the Aggies. But I would expect the Aggies to play the best game they've played this year. Uh, this is a huge huge game for them, and uh, I expect the 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 crowd to be alive and into the game as 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 much as they usually are down at Caulfield. Okay, we differ a little bit on that one. That's fun to disagree. Georgia versus Auburn, Deep South's oldest rivalry. This is the afternoon game on CBS. Georgia right now is a 15 and a half point favorite. We'll once again trot out Stetson Bennett. I think we all would agree that Georgia's going to win. I've got them covering. Blake, the bigger question is there a point at all in the regular season where the lack of JT Daniels concerns you at all? Or is this just, hey, play great defense, hand the ball off, and let's get to the SEC title game? Well, I think it's it's obviously an issue. I mean, I'm sure there's a toughness issue on on exactly you know what what is exactly wrong with him. You know, can he play? Could he could he tough it out and go through the game? You know, at some point, you know, Bennett might take over the starting job there. So you just never know. I mean, if you're a player, you've you've always got you know someone trying to take your job. So Bennett's done a great job so far this year for Georgia. You know, obviously they've got they're loaded on you know at pretty much everywhere on their team, offense, defense, special teams. So uh, Auburn's in a tough spot this week. Uh, they had some miraculous plays. Bo Nix and and others had some amazing feats last week against SMU. I mean against LSU. So uh, it'll be a tough game for all. Auburn, but after watching them last week, you, you can't count them out. But I think Georgia will win this game. Yeah, you mentioned Bo Nix. One of the reasons that led me to pick Georgia here was was reading your breakdown of Bo Nix versus LSU and how many incredible plays he made. And and you had like ten clips, and each one I was like, Georgia's not going to let him do that. <laughs> so so you that's would, why. Yeah, yeah you would think Georgia. not, but who knows that he he had a hell of a game last week and. Uh, Auburn made plays when they needed to, and and they were clutch when it mattered the most. So you know it'd be a, it, it's always a great game. So maybe Auburn can can keep can keep doing it. Last one to ask you about. This is the SEC morning game. Arkansas at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is a five and a half point favorite. I guess it's a loser's bracket, so to speak. Uh, so to speak of, of the games we had last week. I know you like Arkansas a lot. I'm a little surprised to see this line. At Ole Miss minus five and a half, considering what happened last year when Barry Odom ate Lane Kiffin and Matt Corral and, and Jeff Levy's lunch. So I think I might go Arkansas. Yeah, I like Arkansas too. I know Ole Miss has an offensive lineman, their their left guard that's out. You know, that won't make things easier for them. You know, it's amazing that these two one of these two teams will leave Saturday evening as a uh, 0-2 in the last two weeks after the hot start both teams got off to. But this game could go either way. I think uh, Ole Miss will – will. I think it'll be a great game. I mean, Ole Miss's uh, offense, you know, they can run and throw the ball pretty effectively. I know last week they didn't look as good, but Alabama's a different animal. And I think Arkansas – offensively has just got to play better. I mean, they've got to be able to to run and throw the ball consistently. And, uh, you know, Ole Miss's defense is a good matchup for them because they can knock them off the ball. They're bigger and stronger than they are up front. So uh, I would take uh, Arkansas in this game. But, I again, this, this is a game that I would love to watch if I were at home. Yeah, well, you, you've got two pretty good ones, Blake, uh, to, to enjoy on Saturday. We appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, good luck, and uh, maybe maybe all of our picks will be right this week. 
appreciate Blake for joining us. He's got a fun weekend in store. I can't wait to see how his Saturday goes, and we'll have to check in with him soon here on the College Football Daily. And then uh, just a parting shot. We've got Rutgers against Michigan State this weekend, and uh, we've got a lot of Rutgers people who listen to this podcast. Lance, I can't find a line for it, but I think maybe Rutgers keeps it closer than the experts think about against the Spartans. I think it's kind of fishy that there's no line. What's going on? What's going on in Piscataway? So uh, anyway, have a great weekend in college football. Make it the best one yet. Our producer is Lance Glenn. My name is Trey Scott. That was Blake Brockermeyer joining us a few moments ago. We'll talk to you on Monday for the next edition of the College Football Daily. Baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.